Welcome to the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Lanny, where we're listening to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is... The Bodyguard Soundtrack by Various Artists. But before we get into anything else, here's our new segment. Welcome back to your music news. Uh, it's been a hectic week, so this is about to be hectic, you already know. First off, Judas Priest Rob Halford... I'm really bad at last names, battled cancer privately for four years. And he is now urging people not to put off annual physical exams and cancer screening after he underwent an exam himself in 2017 that likely saved his life. Alanis Morissette is creating a sitcom inspired by her life, and I'm pretty sure she has a musical about Jagged Little Pill, Pill, she re-recorded Jagged Little Pill, and I think now she's even having a novel made based off of Jagged Little Pill. So Which really- is an album we will be listening to at some point during this podcast. Not this exact podcast, but the series. Did we not already do it? Did we? I don't think so. Let me check. Because it's like the 40th anniversary, I think, of it. Maybe No, there's no way that's right. More set. There's no way that's right. No, we haven't listened to Jagged Little Pill yet. Mm, I'm just making stuff up then, I guess. Anyway, Billie Eilish. She's blonde. We knew that. She came up with a fragrance called Eilish, and now she's brunette. It smells like basement. Does it really? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, a new unofficial... <laughs> ASMR. A new unofficial, I don't know what you want to call it, Beatles song came out with Ringo Starr and George Harrison. and. Oh, that's nice. I didn't listen to it. I didn't either. Okay, yeah, great. Um, okay, so I can't remember if it was last episode or the episode before, but how Paul McCartney just said that the Rolling Stones were a blues cover band. Uh-huh. Well, then the Who's Roger Daltrey calls the Rolling Stones... A mediocre pub band. <laughs> so they're really getting some hate. Um, Barstool released a list of top ten fem- female singers of all time. At number one, we have Mariah Carey. Whitney Houston. JoJo, who was popular when I was like, like in 2008, I'm pretty sure. Um, Lady Gaga, Aretha Franklin, Beyonce, Ashley Simpson, Tina Turner, Adele, and Addison Rae. <laughs> Outraged <coughs> by that list, might I add. Yeah, that's horrible. Outraged, which, I mean, yeah, it is, but whatever. Um, rapper Young Dolph was shot and killed in Memphis, according to police. Uh, rest in peace, Young Dolph. Speaking of, uh, Dante looks like Young Dolph. Not in this picture, but there's another picture. Yeah, there. I could see it, And they look, they look the same. And we all thought that in high school. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I don't edit the music news, so that's just gonna stay. I don't care. I'll have my farts be in. I wasn't even trying to make oh it silent. Gosh. I know. Anyway, my bogan's coming off. Anyway, legendary photographer Mick Rock, who captured iconic images of David Bowie, Lou Reed, Queen, and more, died at the age of 72. Um, between 1972 and 1979, his portraits graced famous album covers, and his videography flavored some of the first music videos of the time. His art 
is immortalized on the covers of Queen 2, Raw Power, and Transformer. In 1972, one of his photographs of Bowie featured on the cover of the Rolling Stones' November 9 issue. Rest in peace, legend. Uh, Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose took to Twitter uh, Wednesday. I screenshot this November 20th, so that's how long it's been. Wednesday afternoon to mourn the death of his cat, Dexter, who was 15 years old. Isn't Axel a douchebag? I've heard that before. I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise Kylie, comment. Me. Isn't Axel a douchebag? Kylie really likes Guns N' Roses. Isn't she going to see them? Uh-huh. I thought so. But, yeah. Let us know. <laughs> Since you're the fan. Um, I don't know how to say that last name, so I'm going to guess. Billy Hinch, singer in the 60s boy band Dino, Desi, and Billy, or if it's like Mr. O, Dino, Uh Desi, and Billy, and longtime member of the Beach Boys touring unit, died at the age of 70. Also, that picture looks like the Beatles, but... Yeah, it does look like the Beatles. Moving forward, Jonah Hill has been cast as Jerry Garcia in an upcoming Grateful Dead biopic. Oh, I love Jonah Hill. (laughs) Top five actor for me. Ringo Starr has now started a master class where you can learn to play the drums from the legend himself. I love Ringo Starr. Top four Beatle for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, top five for me. <laughs> Pete, Pete Bunch. Pete Best? <laughs> Pete Best, Peter Sutcliffe, or Brian Epstein? Pete. Yeah, Pete. Pete number four, solid. Adele's 30 which came out the week of our last episode about Adele, was a hit a best-selling album in the U.S. after three days. That's insane. Three days is what it took her. That is absolutely crazy. It was also like... It, there was some weird statistic. Like It was the first album of the year to sell like ever so many, even though it literally came out... At the end of the year. Yes. Honestly, I believe it, though. Oh, yeah. Adele is huge. I wouldn't doubt that she puts another one right here. This one will probably go right there. Yeah. Except I haven't listened to it. I only heard the one song and that was it. I haven't either. But, um, I mean, it's been five years since she released her last album, so it does make sense that yep. people are like, oh my gosh, it's Adele. Oh my gosh, it's Adele. It's <laughs> uh, Grammys 2022, ABBA received their first ever Grammy nomination. Hey, how about that? Isn't that weird? Uh-huh. Abba. Welcome. Abba. Like, literally their first comeback. Pin pineapple apple pen. We're just gonna... Okay. Uh, November... 26th. Thank you, Nate. Uh, made it 45 years ago that Anarchy in the USA by the English punk rock band The Sex Pistols was released as the band's debut single in 1976. And it was later featured on their album Never Mind the Bullocks. Here's the Sex Pistols. See, I'm really bad at names, but Stephen Sondheim, I assume, Titan of the American Musical, <coughs> is he died at the age of 91. And for some familiar musicals, he did um, Gypsy. He did Into the Woods, West Side Story, Sweeney Todd. Those. So if you want to get familiar with that. Um, on November 29th, George Harrison passed away 20 years ago. Aw. 
Yesterday, December 8th, was 17 years since Don McDarrell's murder and 41 years since John Lennon's. Uh, oh, Louis Tom Tomlinson from One Direction was handed a Guinness World Record Award for breaking the world record for most tickets sold for a live stream concert by a solo male artist. It's a very specific, loud-ass car. <laughs> Jesus. Got that um, That's a very specific award. It is. We should try to break a world record. Uh-huh. Anyway. A Nate and Lady break a world record. We could do it. There's a lot. Oh, my God. But he sold 160,000 tickets. That's a lot. For a live stream. Yes. Mm-hmm. It really is. Rihanna was present at the ceremony for the Republic of Barbados, which took place on November 29th, I believe. And during the ceremony, she was honored as the national hero of Barbados. Gotta love Rihanna. Really. And then people are spec- speculating if she's pregnant. And she, her reply to that was something along the lines of, every year y'all try to like, impregnate me or something like that. <laughs> it was so funny. Anyway, Aaron Carter... He's on Cameo, by the way. Uh-huh. Has split from his fiance after one week of the birth of their son. Oh, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Foo Fighters are going on tour. Foo Fighters when they see some food. Foo Fighters! Weird Al going on tour. He's coming to our town. By the way. We gotta go. <laughs> Nate Lady goes see Weird I think Al. it's next August. But we could... Adele is headed to Las Vegas for her own residency. I'm assuming she's replacing Kiss. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Molly Crew sells their entire recorded catalog for $150 million. They're also going on tour next year, if they don't die. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, no, it's... Nick Mars. Well, he actually has, like, a medical condition, but, like... I mean, what's his name? Fell off the stage in Pigeon Forge. Who's the lead singer? Of? Motley Crue. I don't know. I don't listen to them. Oh my gosh. Why did I just forget his name? Look it up. Hurry. I am. Hurry. We're a music podcast. (laughs) It's on the tip of my tongue. Why can I not? (laughs) It's been like two or three weeks. Bear with us. Vince Neil. Yes. Oh my gosh. Vince Neil. Why can I not? Anyway. He fell off stage, broke his rib, so... That's insane. And the drugs. That was a lot for them. But, moving on. Dead and Company may continue after Grateful Dead members retire. How does that make so sense? So it's just like unoriginal... It's just a It's company. just company. It's just company. There's they should no just dead. change their name to company. They should. Because that's absolutely... That's so stupid. Uh-huh. That, yeah, that's, that's dumb. So uh, Carlos Santana postpones his Las Vegas residency after a heart procedure. Aw. Hope we're doing well, Carlos. Here's an interesting thing. So, Taylor Swift sent flowers and a note to Don McLean after All Too Well, Taylor's version, broke the record for the longest song to ever go number one on Billboard Hot 100 chart, beating his 50-year chart topper, American Pie. That's crazy. 50 years. She beat him and sent him flowers in a note. Yeah. Rolling Stone came out with 50 best albums of 2021. And at number one, it is Olivia Rodrigo's Sour, which I disagree with personally. But 
It was a good album. I'll give it to her. She's in the whole revival of um punk rock. More it's kind of, I think it's more along the lines of pop punk. Yeah. But yeah, she's in that which I have a love-hate relationship with that personally, but whatever. Drake ditches his Grammy nominations. Uh says the rapper has decided to no longer compete for the best rap performance and best rap album. I couldn't read the article because Rolling Stone is really weird about their articles, but... Yeah, I don't like the Rolling Stone website. Because sometimes it's free and sometimes it's not, and it's just, it's really annoying. But, whatever. Uh, the Hot 100 Top 10 chart, dated December 11th, 2021, has Adele's Easy On Me at number one. Um, the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber at number two with Stay, Mariah Carey's All I Want For Christmas Is You at number three. It always gets back up there. Brenda Lee's Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, a classic at number four. Bobby Helms, Jingle Bell Rock, another one, number five. Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow's Industry Baby. <coughs> okay. <coughs> okay. Burl Ives, another classic, a Holly Jolly Christmas, number seven. Glass Animals Heat Waves, number eight. That one's been up there for a long time. Ed Sheeran Shivers, number nine. And Doja Cat's Need to Know at ten. Nick Cannon shares that his youngest son, Zen, has died uh, from a brain tumor at just five months old. Oh, that sucks. Is, yeah, that is really sad. Um, Rolling Stone released 50 Best Songs of 2021 with WizKid featuring Tim's Essence at number one. I've never heard that. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. Sorry, WizKid. That's what's sad. And that... Is it for your music news? And we're back. And before we get into this album, let's get onto the social medias: Twitter, TDM Pod, TDM Pod, the Instagram, the Diamond Mind Podcast, the YouTube. Uh, if you want to see our face, you know it's they're beautiful and they look really cool. Uh, the Diamond Mind. If you look up the Diamond Mind Podcast, we should be the first thing that pops up. I wonder if this was visible or not. It is now. I don't know. You see it now. Um, <laughs> it's a naked man running. Yes. Follow us on TikTok. We only have a couple TikToks. Is it just the Diamond Mine? I think it's Diamond Mine Podcast. Diamond Mine Podcast. Um, rate us five stars. Subscribe. Follow. <clears throat> <clears throat> Anything you'd like to say before we get into this? Before you get into the specs? No. Then go for it. All right, the Bodyguard soundtrack went 18 times platinum, and you'll understand why when we get into it. It was released on November 17th, 1992, with 12 songs, and it is 53 minutes long. Now, I had never seen the movie, never really heard of it, to be honest with you, so I looked up what it was about, and I'm going to share the overview with you all. So, best-selling pop diva Rachel Marin, Whitney Houston has a stalker whose obsession has risen to the level of disturbing threats. At the urging of her manager, Gary Kemp, Rachel hires former Secret Service agent Frank Farmer, Kevin Costner, as her bodyguard. Initially resented and treated with disdain for his hard-nosed security procedures, Farmer soon becomes an integral part of Rachel's inner circle. As they spend more time together, client and protector become closer still. It kind of sounds lame, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. But that's all I have. Get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so.
So the first song on the album is called I Will Always Love You. Um, it's a classic. Everybody and their mama knows I Will Always Love You. What can I say? I mean, it's Whitney Houston. Uh, she's just another one of those people with a big, booming, angelic voice. Um, the sax on the song is wonderful. I don't hear this version a lot, though, because that down here in, in the eastern Tennessee, we we, lis- we love Dolly. We Dolly? love Dolly. So uh, this version just hits the soul, though, in, in a different way. Not yeah. necessarily in a better way, but in a different way. Uh, yeah, so if you hadn't already guessed, it was originally written by Dolly Parton. Glad to have some representation there. I actually saw her live back in 2016, I think. And she talked about how Whitney Houston, you know, covered her song and it just like shot it up on the charts and everything. She was like, you know what? Whitney, talented singer and everything, and she's making me money. (laughs) It's like, you know what? You're not wrong. Um, Speaking of that saxophone, I can only think of one man, and that's Kenny G. Coming in smooth. Um, I don't think it was really him, but if it was, cool. That's even better. It's always a powerful song from her, but it's much. it was much softer than I remember it. Uh-huh. Throughout basically the entire thing until her last the, go like, at the big, chorus. The big hit that everybody hears. Where it's the hears. drum and then she goes. No! <laughs> Just like that. That's how she sings it, too. She shakes her head like that. Anyways, you have anything else to say? <laughs> no. The next song is called... I have nothing. Uh, heard this one too. It's also Whitney Houston. These first few songs are Whitney Houston. Um, I forgot I was going to say this. They gave me a little f- tease with the brass hits. Uh, and uh, it's just another soul touching Whitney Houston song. You know, uh, Whitney Houston ran so Mariah Carey could run in this song. Or no. No, no, no. So no. Mariah Carey could walk in this song. Um. <laughs> Whitney Houston ran some Mariah Gary could walk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love the jow- jowsy, jazzy, big band sound on this album that, like, they have throughout most of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I love little, like, jazzy flavors like that. I really wish jazz was still big because it's, like, originally American, and I think it's super-duper interesting, like... There's not many things that are, like, originally American. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's super-duper interesting, and it's underappreciated in our culture, even though we created it, you know? Um, but, yeah, just wonderful song. I, I like this one a lot. It's It really exemplifies how good Whitney Houston's voice is. Mm-hmm. I said, this is about to make me cry. I had actually heard this song before, but it's incredible single time uh, Whitney really starts the album off strong I do believe except the only real note I have about the song is that very much further is not grammatically correct oh yeah that was annoying <laughs> it's kind of funny but whatever I can move on the next song is called I'm Every Woman um, which I am not I am not a basic <laughs> damn it I keep forgetting I can't swear on this podcast um, you had to bleep within the first five minutes. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Forget. I'm sorry. I, I keep forgetting you're editing, editing this too. Now I feel bad. Um, <laughs> this turned into like an 80s shindig at some point. I was kind of upset because I hate stuff like that. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot about that. I, I low-key tuned out. 
because it was just kind of meh to me for the first little half. Um, there's a little vocal breakdown where she's just kind of yelling towards the end with the choir in the back being like, ooh. And uh, I loved that. Her voice carries a song that I would normally hate very strongly into like a song that I'm like, oh, that's pretty hard. Also, time out. Do I need to bleep the second word you said? Damn? Yeah. No. I didn't think so. Okay. It's damn. Damn, 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 damn. Oh, Black Betty. (laughs) (laughs) Damn the damn. (laughs) I'm every woman. Okay. I said that she stays um, starting off slow with a steady buildup into her power. Like, whoa. Like a roller coaster ride. Oh, oh, (laughs) whoa. Um, you know, it picks up and sounds like Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch's good vibrations. I'd also heard this one before. Feel it, feel it. Sorry. Catchy and groovy. Moving on. Uh, the next song is called Run To You. This is another one that for the first half I didn't listen to. You also gotta think, me and Lainey see each other multiple times a week, usually. And I had had COVID and hadn't talked to her in like two weeks. So yeah. this whole like little session we had listening to he this, had a lot of catching um, <laughs> we talked a lot. Um, whether and like the and we like paused the songs. Yeah. We didn't like talk all the way through the entire album, but there was times that it ran into songs and stuff. But um, main point with this song is it wasn't much, very very different. Her voice keeps me intrigued, but right. it's just not exactly a song I would listen to. Um, especially since the song feels a little bit drawn out, like it could have been like a yeah. minute shorter, and that's another thing that like I can kind of complain with like a good chunk of the songs on this album is like some of the songs are just a little bit too long for my liking. Like this album comes out to like fifty-seven minutes or something 53. like that. I think that's just a little bit too much, especially uh, since this is literally a movie soundtrack. And I feel like we haven't really run into an album where we felt like that in a mm-hmm. good amount of time. So it's interesting to kind of go back. and We also make notes, and I feel like we've said this about albums in the past, and it also includes an album from the past, which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, th- this album was an interesting kind of look back in a sense. But getting back into the song, Run To You... Same start as the rest. Um, I don't know what that word was supposed to be. I think just the. <laughs> anyway, the strings helps with our build up and you know the crescendo and such, and I really enjoyed that. Other than that, I don't really believe there was anything worth noting about the song. The next song so. is called "Queen of the Night." Uh, <laughs> 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 we took a little TikTok break during this. Uh, this is why I explained that I had COVID. Um, yeah. This song is just okay. I really don't have, like, a crazy lot of notes. I just... Mm-hmm. I thought the beat on the song was interesting. I felt like a young Britney Spears could sing over it. That's the kind of vibe I got from it. So it was interesting hearing not the voice I expected over yeah. over that beat. I thought that was a... a Interesting little little flavor, interesting little tidbit. Time out. What's going on? Uh, Queen of the Night. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, is that all I had? Yeah. I just like completely blanked for a minute. It's been a hot second. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you I on the song that I don't know what it is. 
honestly. Sorry, I was getting too wrapped up in what I said the, last night. <laughs> I just, you know what. Do y'all know the song? <laughs> I'm, have I ever said it on the podcast? I know I sing it like every she episode. She says this all the time. <laughs> By the way, like all the time, if you haven't said this on the podcast at least once accidentally, I will be shocked. (laughs) Anyway, um, it's like, I don't even, is it called Wedging in My Moody? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. It's like, jiggle, jiggle, pop, got my hips, little rock, okay. Swing, swing, but but weave it tight. Yeah, (laughs) Wedging in My Moody. And Lady loves the like, even if she's not singing the the wedgie in my booty fart part. She accidentally said wedgie in my booty fart. She always, whenever she does any sort of dance move, you go yeah every time. Every time. what's funny is I like I first heard that song from the locker room when I played basketball. Uh-huh. Wedgie in my booty feeling tight. Yeah. Hit him with that boom. No, 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 dynamite. Are we going to get copyrighted for this? If I could find it. Hold on. Hit him with that boom. Dynamite. Wedgie in my booty feeling tight. Okay. This has 9.9 million views on YouTube. Damn. And it was put out four years ago. Anyway, so we were talking about. I don't even remember. Flatulence, I'm sure. And I said, Why'd you have a new entitlement, y'all? <laughs> Pulling out my dispute mark. <laughs> and I, was, I was crying for the longest amount of time. Ooh, I, I haven't laughed like that in a minute. But Again, God, this is a music so- podcast. <laughs> And that's a song. Really. Hey, you can't get this any any other podcast. <laughs> you can't get this Only kind of, right here at the Diamond Mine. <laughs> you can't get this kind oh, of entertainment anywhere We need else. to cut that little segment and end it with that and then post it on TikTok. What? You know what I'm talking about? Like where we need to cut that little segment of the podcast that we just recorded and then I'm like, the you can't get booty? this anywhere but the Diamond Mine podcast. Like the wedgie my booty part? Yeah, but like then to... The, to and then to what you just said. Yeah. There we have it. Okay, <laughs> Queen of the Night starts off sounding like poisons. Nope. They start. Starts off sounding like Poison by Belle Biv DeVoe. Uh, this one might be my favorite strictly because of rhythm and flow. And they put a little guitar solo in there. Is that the one that's like, Girl, I must warn you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Next song, Jesus Loves Me. Yeah, the next song is called Jesus Love Me. It's a little. It's a little, <laughs> that was the tiniest burp ever. It sounded like you were going to throw up. <laughs> okay, there we go. Not that one. <laughs> it's a little soulful rendition of the classic children's church song, Jesus Loves Me. Um, uncreative. I can't unstick the lyrics from the original way. Um, and I just don't like the style of music that she went for there. The next song? Four out of ten. We skipped with one minute. One minute. Damn. We skipped with one minute left because it was boring. Um, Sorry, not sorry. I mean, you can't. I was hoping that you would be okay with skipping it because I was really trying to. You can't sing a song that everybody knows, at least down here in the south, and that everybody knows, but make it worse. 
<laughs> like literally. How do you do that? It's Jesus loves me. You know, maybe there's a church scene. I don't know. So, starts off with that organ. I was into it at first. And then it goes back to the same intro as the first four songs. And that immediately lost me. Should have stayed with the organ, in my opinion. But it was, like Nate said already, it was just her version of the children's song that you learn as a kid. Growing up in that Bible belt. Um... And honestly, it just wasn't my favorite, so we skipped it. In a sentence. Uh, the next song is called Even If My Heart Would Break. <laughs> Kenneth Gorlick, back on the podcast. He's back again. He's better than ever. He's actually not better than ever because this song was on Kenny G Breathless. But still, back on the podcast. Flashback to the first episode when I when we recorded in my garage. Absolute banger. Absolute banger. Not really. Um, I didn't even necessarily love the song when we listened to it. Um, but it just has me in a good mood because of the nostalgia of it. You know, like, uh, oh, when yeah. is it one year ago today that we... No. What, what day one is it? One year ago, December 20th. We'll so be in, the next, in the next we'll like, week know. and a half, it'll be one year of us doing this podcast. We'll let y'all know. Um, oh! Not, all in all. Not this Sunday, but the Sunday after will be the day before. Ooh, that crazy. Uh, all in all, I remember why I didn't like the song uh, on the first mm-hmm. album. Uh, I don't like the guy's voice. I'm sorry. I don't like his voice. And uh, I feel like it takes away from Kenny. Like, Kenny is yeah. a good artist on his own, but I feel like it just takes away from him. Uh, Except... For when he collabed with, um, oh, what's his name? Bother to the, the night is over. That one? Yeah. That one. That was a banger. That, banger. I banger. have that one on. Yeah. Okay. My turn? Yeah. You're Excellent. good to go. In all caps, Kenny and Aaron Neville, uh, this song, like Nate already mentioned, is from Breathless, which is Kenny's only Diamond album, and the first one we ever listened to. Nice addition to our 40th episode, by the way. Hey, happy Um, 40th. When we first recorded this song, my notes said that it's another good collab with good lyrics, but I wouldn't really listen to it in my spare time, and again, it's not my favorite Kenny G song. It's like elevator music, 6.5 out of 10. Now, I still agree that it's not my favorite Kenny G song, um, but I like it more than I did then and can appreciate it more. I guess just growth or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the soundtrack came out a month after he released Breathless, so they really just grabbed that quick and put it in the soundtrack. But Kenny, it's good to have you back. And you too, Aaron. We, We love you, Kenny. Um, my both, only notes. Really my only notes on this song from back then. I used to not take notes by the song. I would just take it like as I okay. like listened. Yeah. Um, but my notes from that specifically about that song was not enough sax on even if my heart would break. Not sure if I like Aaron Neville's voice. This album puts me in a good a word mood. So you'll bleep that word. Well, yeah, because I'm trying to make it easier for you. Ass, 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 ass. I didn't think we bleeped that word. Oh, do we not? No. Oh, ass. I think, I think there's two that we keep and the others we bleep. We don't have to bleep hell. 
Oh, three. Okay. Or like piss or like anything like oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just get into it and I'm like, yeah, I gotta bleep all those. Hold up, hold up, hold up, George Foreman, the world famous boxer? Oh, wait. No, it's the grill. It's the grill. It's the grill. And we're back. Uh, sorry. I mean, I gotta accept it. I didn't know which George Foreman it was, and I turned out to be the girl. Um, anyways, this next song is called Someday I'm Coming Back. Um, the, the woman in this song, just not comparable to Whitney. I mean, her voice I is the same thing. so boring compared to Whitney's. And it's really not fair to her, it's in not. a sense, because... Whitney is she's just still, so good. It's a hard so act to follow up. I mean, she's still talented. Um, but, yeah. I was enjoying the sax on this song, but everything else was really lackluster and left me bored. <laughs> Someday I'm coming back. Good beat. Good sax. Good vocals. <laughs> good song. It's a nice switch up. And it still fits the overall theme of the album. But... It was a minute too long, and I'm sure it's great when you actually put it in the movie and have it over, you know, whatever. But, uh, Lisa, I'm so sorry. I just want the net. Next. This next song is called It's Gonna Be a Lovely Day. Um, little call there. to the song Lovely Day by Bill Withers. I love that song. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> absolute banger. It just doesn't compare to the original, though, For that it derived from. Just <laughs> We gotta, like, like, actually start doing... Like, I make a whole compilation of that or something okay. at some point. Um, okay. It's fun, and I can definitely head bop to this song, but it's just too long for me, and the rapping part was kind of lame, IMO. Um, Is it because it was a woman? Uh, no, it was actually because it was horrible. Um, <laughs> their voice also just isn't Bill Withers, to be fair. Dang, you did soul system dirty. I mean, I don't I don't care if you're a woman guy or somewhere in between. If you're ass, I'm telling you you're ass. This podcast has gone off the Uh I don't have anything else to say. <coughs> Wait, other than <laughs> uh, I like the song. I think this actually might be my favorite on the album. Ooh, ooh, I dropped my phone. Um, and by elaborating, she bapping. Okay. Continue. For those of you who don't know what they just said, <laughs> I don't think we've had that vocabulary word yet. Bapping is just kind of another form of the word capping, which means lying. But I use bapping whenever it's it's mostly like whenever you're. Saying a lie that's really stupid, in my opinion. Like capping is just like, nah, you capping, man. Like that's that's a lie. You it's you cap. know, you know that car goes faster than one twenty, even though it says one twenty on the speedometer. But bapping is like, nah, dude, you bapping. The sky ain't purple, bruh. The sky blue. The damn song is booty butthole. It ain't good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Back from our lesson of the day over there. <clears throat> uh, it has the same simple beat throughout with layering of instruments and voices, and I think that's why I was really intrigued. And it was different than all the other crap. Lovely day. The Lovely next song day. is called What's So Funny About Peace, Love, and Understanding. Starts off with a little saxophone rip. 
Um, it kind of sounds like Matchbox 20 mixed with Jimmy Buffett, um, the voice. Uh, this song is pretty all right, but the guy's voice isn't all there for me. Isn't Scott sounds, Stat from Matchbox 20? Uh, yeah. Okay. He sounds like an old retired guy, in my opinion. Like, he just sounds very old. Like, his vocal cords are not wanting to do it anymore, but he's still, like, pushing them to do it. Um, and that really just took away from the whole song for me. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't get over that hill to appreciate the rest of the song just because his voice was not it. No! Matchbox 20's Rob Thomas. Oh, stat, is that, uh, uh... It's not Creed, is it? Is it, Creed? is it? That's what I was thinking. Is it Creed? Yes. I'm sorry, Matchbox 20, we said you had Scott Stapp in you. Sorry. <coughs> so wait, did you actually mean Matchbox Twenty? That's Rob. Yes, Thomas. I actually, I actually met Matchbox Twenty. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know where that came from. So you said Matchbox Twenty and Jimmy Buffett. Uh huh. It reminded me of like an old rock, like bluesy singer, and I couldn't exactly pinpoint it because I couldn't think of like the actual song that came to mind. But maybe like the best thing I can think of right now is like Creedence Clearwater. I don't think that's exactly it, but it's along those lines. But this was Curtis Steiger. Sure. Um, and it was a cover of a Nick Lowe song. Uh, good song, but at this point I was getting bored. I won't even lie. The next song is called Theme from the Bodyguard. That's it. I gotta get out of town till I can find a bodyguard. Bodyguard, huh? He might be able to help you out. And mm, mm, it's an instrumental. Uh, just these—it's just these big waving chords led by strings and a piano, and then a trumpet comes in. It's, it's a very melancholy melody. Um, it makes me feel like—and this is gonna sound weird—but like the best way I can describe it is like going into a mist and like not really knowing what you're going into, and it's this kind of like foreboding feeling. That's the kind of feeling I got from this. Um, definitely an uneasy feeling and it never really resolves and from like a musical standpoint, because that's kind of how you have to appreciate these instrumental songs, which yeah, like 100%. I wish we knew this whenever we listen to Kenny G. Um, Honestly? <laughs> it From a musical standpoint though, it's pretty nice. Um, orchestral piece, very different from the rest of the album. It's a nice break, but putting it, for me at least, putting it last was almost, <clears throat> like, it was, I think it was a bad decision for a few reasons, because number one, at this point, the album's going downhill, so it almost makes it undesirable. I don't want to say unbearable, because it's a good piece, but uh -huh. it's just not what you want to hear at this point. But I think if they had put it between the four Whitney Houston songs or something, uh -huh. or even first, it would have been... Would have made sense. It, yeah, number one, it would have made sense because it's the theme song. But also, just different flow, I guess. Um, <clears throat> yeah, that's really all I had. Okay. I'll let you do the um, technicalities. Of what? That song, with the brass and everything. Oh, I mean, I Because you just said, like, melancholy and all that. I was just going to let you talk, because I knew you would. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. It's, like, a very minor piece. I liked it. Um, the final song is called Trust In Me. 
Uh, I only know Joe Cocker because he did a really bad rendition of A Little Help for My Friends. Um, you think it's bad. A lot of people like that. I hate that. What would you do? Like, why <laughs> would you ever sing it? Ringo is literally, what would you do? And he's like, Ringo? Okay, bye. Will you help? Ringo's literally, what would you do? <laughs> Sorry. If my love was away. Zip wherever you to be alone. He literally just bops back and forth for those of you listening. How do I feel at the end of the day? Are you sad because you're on your own? That's my best George Harrison impression. I was about to say. Are you sad because you're on your own? He's a very thick accent. His accent was 1000% the most thick of theirs because he was like. Yeah. He was also nasally. He's like, I'm going to go smoke some cigarettes. And then he died of throat cancer. Rest in peace. Uh, (laughs) If you took a shot every time they say, trust in me during the song, you'd die of alcohol poisoning within minute two. I hate Joe Cocker's voice. I hate when it sounds like people need to clear their throat and they just don't. Uh, The instruments are cool. You don't rasp? No. Uh, At least not to that extent. Like, not a, like... Sorry, Janice Joplin. Like, nasty, grimy rasp. Like, I like... Like, he sounds like... I know we've been talking about the Beatles, but, like... I like when Paul gets raspy. Like, I like his rasp. I don't like this rasp. Okay. Um... The are cool. The song had potential, but the chorus is annoying, and the artist's just not my cup of tea. Alright, so this is Joe Cocker featuring Sass Jordan. It reminds me of Thunder Road by Bruce Springsteen, but not the lyrical part, just the instrumental, uh... I think it's the ending, where it's kind of like fading out, breaking down, that kind of thing. Similar to the song before last, it fits the album pretty well. It's a very montage kind of song, which I haven't made a note of that in quite a few albums, but it just makes sense to go over one of those cheesy movie montages. Um, good voices, man, music... Glad to end, but it wasn't a strong ending, which very disappointing. Um, are you ready for the ranking? Yeah, sure. Um, so, 1 through 92. How you feel? Alright, so I said that I would drop this album lower because it had borderline land syndrome, and for those of you who are new here, that's long album, no substance. Um, especially on the back end, which Billboard said in their list, it gives us, you know, kind of a warning. Especially Joe Cocker's part. Apparently that was not very appreciated. So I would put it in, I guess, the 70s. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was yeah. thinking, dropping it down to the 70s. Whitney, your voice is beautiful, but I They're mean... pulling you down. That, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, also, like, the, some of her songs were a little eh. Like, well, I liked her voice, but some of the, act, like, the songs in and of themselves were a little eh. I think it's because the instrumental was all too similar for me, and that's why I wasn't appreciative of her songs. Which, um, with the instrumental being the same, that meant her voice had to lead in the exact same way where there was a build-up yeah. and things like that. Um, what is her last name? Houston? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's, yeah, on the second page, probably. Yeah, okay, she is on here again, so we'll get... Actually, is she on here twice again? She's on here a... I thought she was on here, like, a lot. No, she only has one solo album. Really? Mm-hmm. But, Whitney, you'll get another stab. I don't know if you're in the 92, but you're for sure in the 121 that we'll be covering. 
Well, does she have a black check next to her? No, okay, she, then, yeah, she's, she's in the night, too. Okay, so Whitney, we'll see you within the next 50 episodes. 50 wow, time. we're on episode 40. Now that we're, like, done with the actual, like, music part of it. Man, it's it's been a journey so far, and we have a good little bit to go. Towards this, this end, it's yeah. this kind of an apology, I guess. Um, towards these past few weeks. It's been really inconsistent. The past um, few months. Few months. It's been really inconsistent. Yeah. I got COVID, which that screwed us a good bit. Plus My we computer had... broke, and I was like the the main editor man for a little bit. And getting stuff to Lanny's computer was difficult. Um, Plus we had school. And school I had just work. started up. You got a um, job recently. Yeah, I did get a job recently. Uh, I'm working at Target. Hashtag represent. Um, Hashtag sponsors. <laughs> please. Um, give me a like $2 bonus for shouting you out on my podcast. Um, Free podcasting, of but, course. <laughs> um, hopefully, and I mean, I'm not going to promise anything because, you know, we're us. Um, and it's not summer. We can't just record whenever we want, however long we want. Um, but hopefully things will get back to being consistent. I mean, I know I would like them to get back to being consistent and us being able to do more creative things like the vlogs and stuff and, um, just being able to pump, pump out content on a regular basis. Cause I, I just thought that that was a really fun time period when we were like every week, like, bam, we had a podcast out, bam, we had a vlog or something in the works. Like it was just a really interesting time. Yeah, and I mean, that's how you build a fan base. Like, right now, we've been growing in Virginia, Texas, and California, I think. Mm-hmm. And we've hit, like, 34 states. Uh-huh. 36. Somewhere in there. We have, like, 20-something countries. It's interesting. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, um, when we get back to consistency, we can also get the TikTok kind of up and running. Because TikTok is the big social media the biggest social media nowadays really like so many people are on tiktok um and so hopefully we can just get things started back up and get this ball rolling again because um i've missed it i really have and i and i know it's not been like a long time since we recorded the last time it's been a couple weeks but because i had covid but like it's not been a crazy long time but i really have missed it like just the consistency of it doing it every week it was, it was an interesting time and i'd like to get back to it Anyways. And now that I don't have school, I need something creative to do. Kind of a kind of a sad ending to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> the 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 Twitter, TBM Pod, TBM POD, uh, the Instagram, the Diamond Mine Podcast, the YouTube, the Diamond Mine, um, TikTok, Diamond Mine Podcast. Um, subscribe, rate five stars, do all the things. Comment. Comment, like, comment, DM us on Instagram. We will one thousand percent respond. There is no shot we don't respond. That is um, DM us on Twitter. Yeah, DM us on anything. Reply to us. Do whatever. Reach out. We are one hundred million percent willing to talk to you. Um, <laughs> That's fair. I randomly tweet at like Anchor and Spotify all the time. So. Oh yeah, plenty of times. I gotta look at what the next song is, or the next album is. Uh, <laughs> We're really you, off our game on this ending. Right I now. mean, we haven't been doing this in a long time. Do you have anything you want to say to the viewers? 
anything at all. Thank you for sticking around, I guess. Um, we're like 250 listeners short of being at 1,000 listeners. I haven't looked at any of the YouTube analytics in the past several months. But... Oh, God. No. I got it. Okay, we're going to wrap this up, ladies and gents. This has been the Diamond Mind Podcast. We'll be back at you next week with Led Zeppelin 1. Woo!